you know, we're, we're sort of like we're sort of like trading one form of like governance by mm. contempt for well, another. That's the nature of ideology, um, isn't it? Ideologies uh, are like assholes. Everyone's got one, but you never look at your own unless something's gone wrong. So I don't think he realizes mm. that that's his kind of ideological position. Is well, yeah, of course I'm restoring dignity to British institutions, but he doesn't consciously think that. You never look at your own except with a very mm. complex series of reflex mirrors. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's I think it's very telling that Starmer will not meet with trans mm. groups. He will not meet with sex worker groups. Mm. He often doesn't meet with um, groups uh, who are campaigning for racial justice, but he does, if rumours are to be believed, meet a lot with TERF groups who are very good mm. at positioning themselves as we are respectable and grown up because they are led overwhelmingly by straight white old people. And you know what? Say what you will about the Tories, but they've got quite a lot of backbenchers who are prepared to meet with sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Can, can we can we talk about influences and like influences upon Starmer? Mm -hmm. Because I, I I feel like there's a couple of things going on here. Both like him personally being like relatively easy to directly pressure for the right mm -hmm. people. Like meeting with. I read a fascinating infographic but, on Kendall Jenner's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but also the the sort of at one remove thing of uh you know government by Guardian columnist or government by Observer columnist. Or Times or Telegraph, or whatever. The only Guardian columnist I want to be governed by is Adrian Child. <laughs> <laughs> Urinal in every living room. That's right, yeah. Everyone has to watch while you pee. <laughs> I think one reason why we end up talking about columnists so much is because both the UK has a catastrophic oversupply of them, but also we've mm. entrusted them with this role of like sort of policing the borders of respectability and acceptability. Um, and, you know, we get to this point where. It, they're as reactionary and as stupid as the average person, if not far more so. And we end up with the sort of like idea of respectability lurches wildly according to like how many drinks they had with dinner or uh, mm. whether they think the army should rock up that day. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, I think a lot of Starmerism's inconsistency is trying to follow that territory that keeps moving Absolutely. because it's being, being controlled by morons. And I'm glad that you brought up um, the policing of respectability as well, because I certainly don't think that Starmer, I mean, we've seen from his from his track record of putting black men in jail, um, I mm. certainly don't think that Keir Starmer is opposed to using the force of the state and the police to enforce these notions of respectability. Oh, very strongly in I noticed, I noticed in particular in this debacle over Scotland and um, over uh, his, his objection to, in, in part, to the Scottish uh, Gender Recognition Reform Act um, was the idea that 16 and 17-year-olds uh, would be allowed to change their gender. Um, and I noticed that at no point in Labour's transphobia crisis has Keir Starmer or really anyone in the senior Labour, Labour leadership um, made an argument in support of trans people from like liberalism, from the basic idea that, well, you know, I might not understand or agree with it, but like people are free to choose their own conception of the good and live their life how they want to. No one has said that. That's like completely gone. I think because in Starmer's mind, the idea of a trans person is like inherently undignified and weird. He hasn't yet mm. made the leap to understanding that like this is people pursuing our vision of the good and we like it actually. And weirdly, that is something you sometimes get from Tories, right? Exactly. Because there yes. are more yeah. like hardcore liberals in yeah. the Tory party who like may have distasteful views on almost every other subject, yeah. but on stuff like that, they're kind of like, well, well I well, believe you've got to be. Able... It's not the government's business yeah. what's written on my fucking marriage certificate, but according no taxes, to like, no balls. I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> according to Cop Starmer, like, was like, actually no, I should have control over what yeah. people can write on the marriage uh, certificates. It's like, do you fucking hear yourself? Speaking of uh, Cop Starmer, by the way, if you want to talk more about, let's say dignity and brand it, it it's the politics of dignity branding and aesthetics yeah, he, and appearances he said his his solution to yeah uh, that's what i was going to bring the, up 
ongoing crisis in the Metropolitan Police is something I would tweet as a joke, which is, have you considered changing the name? Yeah. And <laughs> Police <laughs> London Police. Just Metropolitan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Metro. Yeah. In- Insignia <laughs> presents Securitas. <laughs> the Metro Men. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just go with Babylon, you know? Yeah, I, I think like, there, there are a lot Dave. of different... <laughs> I think mm. Dave would be fine. <laughs> oh, like Zuma police. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, but again, that's, that's another perfect example, I think, of identify of, of fundamentally seeing the role of politics, because it has to have a theory of politics. What is politics for and what does it do? And this theory mm. of his politics is, again, I think quite informed by his time as a prosecutor, um, mm. a kind of mediation between the people of the country and the institutions of the country. Yeah, he has to explain the police to them. Yeah, it's fu- it's fundamentally in defense of those institutions. Yeah, and I think potentially this might open us up to um, one way of trying to persuade Keir Starmer, if anyone out there is in the business of trying to do that, well, Keir yourself, if you are listening. Um, one line of argument that might be persuasive, if I'm right, um, would be to say to him, well, it is a blemish on the dignity of these institutions that they don't include everyone. That actually it is... For instance, to the NHS's shame that it mistreats and kills trans people. It is to the British government's shame that trans people still can't get married the same way cis people can. Or like whatever the minority is whose rights you are trying to advance. I choose that because it's a cause close to my heart. Mm. And that there, there are members of those institutions that try to do that. There are mm-hmm. in sort of any institution of the British state, there are, you know, LGBT like committees or working groups, whatever. Especially in um, the security services. Absolutely. Mm. Yes, and you know, as much as there might be sort of like critiques, because well, they've of had those their taxes on... done by the same guy. <laughs> yeah, we do. Trans we do. people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very, very, very uh, much easier. Yeah, as much mm. as there might be like critiques of those, you can then say, oh, well, if you, you know, you want to try and explain policing and the police to the British public as like this unassailable institution, what about all of the LGBT police officers? What about them? And the answer in Starmerism is sort of like category error and a weird buzzing noise and some smoke comes out mm. of one ear. Mm-hmm. The gay cops who arrest you for being straight. Yeah. <laughs> to even yeah. things up. <laughs> oh, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, you got a license for that heterosexuality. I, I spoke with a gentleman. He was kissing a lady <laughs> in the street. Uh. Now, there is uh, another, an- another thing I want to bring up just before we end, which is that the integrated review on the UK's future has been conducted by commissioned by the Labour Party, conducted by Gordon Brown. It came back as two words. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> what is to be done? Um, and uh. so the, uh, and so this, in this uh, review recommends essentially, it, 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 like every major review of the, of the of British society commissioned by the great and the good of the British institutions, it correctly diagnoses basically every single problem. Um, and then you couldn't miss them at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it would be weirder if you didn't. Uh, and then it goes on to suggest, and this is a, another sort of popular you have to read theme. the Economist if you want that kind of everything's fine shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it, what it goes on to suggest, and this is a, a running theme, I think, of how politics has been thought of uh, for the last probably decade or so, which is when there are problems that you can't ignore, and the solutions that are that will work are out of bounds then you have to just keep doing constitutional changes. Like, fundamentally, right, tr- like, Trump's tenure for his supporters was supposed to be this, we've leapfrogged our guy uh, who's going to, like, you know, just create, um, who's going to create dynamism in government, but ultimately, right, that he's, gonna, he's going to, without having to touch the economy, he's just going to run things better. Brexit was a constitutional change that was supposed to 
create the um you know that 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 prosperity and so on and so on. Well, the and, big field for making batteries. Yeah, the big yeah. field for making batteries. We ended up having a boxing but, match about yeah. it. Yeah. But these yeah, are yeah. these these big constitutional changes in response to fundamentally like economic problems, right? Are are consistently again, I think, whether in their right wing or liberal formulations, the same kind of defense PR maneuver. So, for example, the mm-hmm. um the integrated review in the UK's future, um, it produced a number of recommendations such as a lot more devolution. Uh, okay. to regions, especially in England, mm-hmm. um, and that that devolution would be um, protected by a new uh, by a a new version of the House of Lords, which would be the Parliament of the Regions, essentially regions and nations. Essentially, this is not a terrible idea, right? It's um and it's looking at what competencies it's going to be able to devolve into those regions. However, the problem is right fundamentally. The, even if the constitutional existence of those regions is protected by the this upper chamber, right? So you won't be so that it will be more constitutionally protected than say Scottish devolution, uh, because also included in this recommendation is that we finally write our constitution down, which by the way is very funny because it means that in three hundred years, if there is if if people are still living here. Uh, they're yeah, going to be having arguments. going to be Confucius. Yeah. He, they're going to be thinking about like what the intent of the savoury vapes provision in the preamble to the British Constitution is. Yeah. yeah what can be considered savoury? Yeah. Like, somehow the savoury vapes provision is like interpreted to like allow you to have a howitzer on your front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A savoury vape being necessary for the security of a free state, uh, the right of the people to keep and bear shall not be infringed. The smoke that a howitzer emits is a form of savoury vapour. Yeah, it's a gunpowder-scented vape. That's right, yeah. The master, he said, <laughs> a savoury vape that is not a savoury vape. Is it truly a savoury vape? <laughs> yeah. So, the, the, the reason I sort of bring up this, um, this constitutional change is that, again, it seems like something that is, on its own merits, probably a good thing to do. Probably we should write down the constitution so that you know, devolution isn't just going to be like... It's all yes, up here, mate. It. Yeah. It's tattooed on Keir Starmer's ass. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right? All <laughs> these Looking at your good. own ass with a system of complicated mirrors so you can see what the Constitution says. We have to preserve Starmer like Lenin so that we can continue <laughs> to read the Constitution <laughs> off of his ass. So it's, the, just, it's just a blacked-out coffin, but with just like a small <laughs> window around the ass. Are you suggesting an assless coffin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cold yeah. stream guards standing at attention around it at all times. So <laughs> impossible to say whether the NHS should be free at the point of use forever because that part is like too far in. It's like too close to the asshole. 